Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson. Summer break is just around the corner, so on this week's episode, we talk about limiting video games, making a summer bucket list, and enjoying time with your kids. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They are an amazing curriculum, and we'd encourage you to check them out. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Hey, everybody. Um, hope you're enjoying some some warm weather. It's getting warmer around here, which we are super thankful for. Uh, we're tired of... Uh, cold chilly weather and it was warm today a little bit of sunshine and i'll tell you it is good for the homeschooler's soul and anybody a parent's soul um so it felt it's it feels nice and almost summer not quite the leaves aren't quite full here um, but we had a great week in wyoming at the how uh convention it's not called how anymore homeschoolers of wyoming it's like wyoming homeschoolers or something like that but uh, always encouraged to be around homeschoolers um, who are facing the same things that you are. Doesn't matter where we go, um, they're all facing the same triumphs and joys and and hard times as well. But I thought today uh, we'd kind of talk about uh, making that transition into summer because um, you know we're kind of shutting down. Uh, I know that Debbie's thinking about closing the school books and trying to move into summer. And I know that sometimes that can be a big transition. I know some moms, uh, I can tell by your posts that uh, some of you have a hard time letting go and, and starting school um, uh, or, or letting go and stopping school. Uh, and others are just concerned about like, well, I know my kids are going to be bored. How am I going to, you know, how do I keep them busy? And I thought maybe we'd talk about some of those things. But I'm going to guess, Ben, because you said last time that some of your fondest memories really are summer memories, right? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, obviously there was like endless hours of being up in our room playing with Lego and stuff during the winter. But summer right. was when we did everything outside, obviously, from, you know, making swords and shields to... Uh, you know, digging holes and building forts and uh, playing cap guns and uh, everything else in between. So, I mean, summer was uh, the only time we were able to do that kind of stuff for the most part. Plus, I'm just a warm weather person in general. I hate cold. But uh, yeah, so I think summer is such a good time for the kids if they, you know, if they make the effort uh, to actually uh, make good memories. And I know I saw something, it was like, on uh facebook where it was like uh you know there's so many kids now are never going to know the the joy of reading a hundred books to get a personal pan pizza or something like that you know i don't know if you remember doing that like i did that a couple years where i think it was if you read a hundred hours during the summer or something like that uh you would get a free tickets to the wizards game that was the library was doing that so you know stuff like that i remember as well so uh, i'm a big reader so that was that was fun during the summer but yeah, well, I mean, even me as time. an old guy, I have some great memories of riding bikes and building forts and stopping the ice cream truck and all those things as a kid. Um, but I just thought maybe, you know, we'd kind of uh, just talk our way through it because, you know, there's just something about that break that, that um, going from school to summer that is an opportunity to... Um, to make some changes maybe. I know that uh, some of you have been uh, making lists of things you'd like to accomplish and and this is the perfect time. So here's what I'm thinking um, to jumpstart your summer, to kind of get ready. Um, 
and I think the first thing is maybe to uh, set some goals. Um, because I, I'll tell you the thing that kills summer fun, and Ben, you even kind of, you didn't hint at it, but you said something about, uh, you know, all those good memories, unless basically, unless uh, they don't, you know, or something right. like that. Um, I think the temptation is, especially in the age we live in, is to let our kids play video games all summer long. And I know moms that that causes dread in your heart because it just feels like that's all your kids want to do. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do for our younger kids. Um, we've done this for our older kids. And Ben, maybe you remember, we took a summer break from video games, from technology, really. Um, now, texting and things like that, that makes it a little harder. But we're planning to make a break our kids won't play video games in June, July, or August. And uh, I remember, Ben, when we first announced that to you when you were little kids and you guys didn't play very much even then, but it was like you thought yeah, it would have, it was like we had told you we were going to cut off your legs. <laughs> um, you know, it was a big deal. But after about a year of that, it, it got easy. Um, in fact, I think some of you guys even kind of, uh, enjoyed that little break um, because it kind of forces you into uh, summertime fun. Um, but here's what I'm thinking. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, my, my kids are kind of aware of it, but I'm thinking because I talk to you parents all the time. I, the last couple of conventions I've spoken at, I, I do, I've done a talk called Taming the Techno Beast. And uh, you talk to me afterwards, and I know you're feeling in your hearts that parents heart that sometimes this video thing is getting out of control um and parents will say i don't know what to do what do you think i should do summer is a perfect time to make a break you don't have to say hey you know we're gonna quit video games even though i'd like to you can just say hey we're gonna take a break from video games for the next three months um and then here's our plan um ben you haven't gotten this letter yet but we're gonna send an email to everybody we know and saying this is what we're going to do with our kids so we'd like it if your kids didn't invite my kids to play video games um because it's really hard when their cousins say you know can you play can you play whatever Fortnite on the computer with us to, right now and uh it's a big temptation and it makes it hard then we have to have this big battle so we're starting by letting everybody know that this is what we're going to do. Not to make other parents feel guilty, but to kind of get them on our on our team. Because I'm thinking, if you're wanting to make a break from video games or that maybe a certain type of technology, it really does help when you have a team that's, that's um, helping you. And can you see that, Ben? Could you see that as maybe an easier way to do it? I mean, yeah, potentially. I mean, I have not had that to do that experience, but I think it's definitely is challenging nowadays where a lot of people that is the way they hang out with their friends and do things, you know, with friends is through games. Uh, so that I think that's a good idea. I mean, and you know, again, as we've said with everything else in the smiling homeschooler, you do what you think is for your family. I mean, maybe it's if you give them 
a certain amount of time. Maybe it is they only get one day a week or something like that. You know, I mean, you can make it adjust it however you want. But I do think the concept of raining it back during the summer is a great idea. I mean, I never liked it when I was a kid and we only got three hours a week anyway. So, I mean, I, I never looked forward to it like dad was saying, but I mean, uh, but I also see the, uh, I see the value. I mean, again, I think we were already very, uh, careful with it. So I don't think it was quite as rampant as a lot of areas it is, but, uh, but that also could be, you know, maybe it's, uh, movies or maybe it's something else that, you know, it just, the winter is a time where <laughs> you got to find indoor entertainment. So, uh, you know, I think getting people on board, getting your kid on board as much as possible, uh, even though it may be hard, maybe incentivizing something else, you know, uh, I think that, uh, I think it's a good idea. So uh, that's because it is a good idea. Yeah. Um, and when when your kids get older, you'll you'll feel it, too, because, you know, parents have always from the beginning of time said, you need to get outside and go play. Um, but now it's just a lot harder um, because that's all because that's all our kids want to do. And if we take it away, then they have to fill in their time. They have to fill in their time with something. Um, and, you know, it might involve replacing some of that for the summer. Maybe it involves, you know, buying something that your kids have been wanting to do or getting a membership at the local pool or doing something so they have something to go and do. At the same time, you know, I think you need to get your game face on because I know some of you moms feel like you have to be your kid's cruise director uh, for the entire summer. Like it's up to you to make sure they have something to do. I don't think that's your job. I think your job is to let boredom uh, motivate them to go find something to do. Because I just remember my older kids making swords and digging holes and building tree houses and uh, making forts and building Lego. And uh, if you give them something else to do, uh, or if you don't give them something else to do like like the video games they'll never never enjoy those things but i'll tell you another great idea is something that i i think last year was the first time i shared it um because i think it was last year um when i was at uh ben and misty brown's house in south dakota we were speaking at their church and uh, i saw taped to their front door on the 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 inside of the front door a big old poster that said a hundred things to do this summer. And I was fascinated and blown away that um, they had written down a hundred different things to do that summer and they checked them off. And I thought, what a great idea because you know, so often we say, I'd really like to do this and then it never happens. Uh, I know, Ben, that, uh, that, you know, even when little kids, you say those kind of things right. all the time, don't you? Like, oh, I'd like to go for a bike ride this summer. Yeah. And then the end of the summer comes and you've never done it. Exactly. It's so easy to just kind of coast through every day and not do those things. You know, like we have a park right down the street from us. We could walk down there if we wanted to, but we, you know, won't ever do that naturally unless, uh, you know, unless we make ourselves do it. So yeah, I, I think that is a super good idea. And I, and the other thing I was thinking is it's kind of sad is I was just watching Renly and Hudson play and kids, no matter where they are generally will, if they have nothing to do and they're just sitting there, they will find something there to enjoy playing, you know, whether it's they go stand on a swing or lay on the swing and twist around looking at the ground, you know, or they're playing with a blade of grass or whatever, like, and adults don't really, 
do I mean I don't do that as much really and it's just kind of now we just have our phones a lot of times that we just entertain ourselves with but I just think that's so cool that and I don't I don't think that you have to have something to be entertained because they will find something other than being completely literally just sitting there. So uh, I, I think it'll be okay. But yeah, I, I, I want to maybe not 100 things, but maybe I'll make a list of, I don't know, 50 things to try to do this year. And I think uh, I think that's a really yeah, good so I, was, I was pretty impressed by your 100 things. But maybe you do a bucket list of 30 things. So I'm thinking, um, you know, that tomorrow during maybe school or maybe school's already over for you that you just ask your kids gather around the table and say okay here's our little sheet of poster board let's write down all the things that we'd like to uh, do this year do this summer and i'm gonna guess they're gonna say things like you know get ice cream from the ice cream truck or do a slip and slide or uh ride our bikes to wherever or uh you know have a lemonade stand or and i'm gonna guess that if you challenge them a little bit, they'll they'll go beyond the just like go swimming, you know, or uh, because I know Ben and Misty Brown, they they did some really cool things where like it just said have a garage sale or um, uh, they you know invite someone over for cookies or make homemade ice cream sandwiches or make homemade ice cream. And you think those are like super oh you'll probably do them anyway, but it's amazing how if you don't have a a a uh, list those things don't get done and i'm thinking you know you make the list and you stick it up on a big piece of you know on a piece of poster board and you stick it on your door or you stick it you know on your uh refrigerator or somewhere so everybody can see and then one by one you check them off you know i know every year i say oh we're gonna catch lightning bugs and i can't tell you how many years we've never done that just because uh it got Mm -hmm. away from us so well, so that's your assignment. Yeah. Um, shoot. I was going to go somewhere with that, but I don't remember now what it is. But uh, real quick here, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks uh, for sponsoring this Mind Homeschooler. Uh, the reason we work with Teaching Textbooks and we reached out to them from the very beginning was that we believe that what they're kind of direction what they go for and what their whole curriculum is built around is something that we really appreciate and support and we've recommended teaching textbooks for years and years and years before the smiling homeschooler was ever a thing so uh, if you want a math curriculum that helps your family smile during more or more during math time you should go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com they have a free demo over there and uh, we really appreciate their support of the smiling homeschooler well, while you're still thinking about it, Ben, I'm going to say too, you know, not just planning for fun, but maybe planning for some work as well, because I think, you know, uh, I know my dad and as a dad, my kids had lots of work. I had lots of work during the summer because I think, again, you know, just because you're having a summer break doesn't mean you can't do chores. You can't. Maybe you're going to have some different summer chores even. And I'm thinking, you know, as we make that transition into summer, maybe you plan that first week or two to get some of those spring cleaning things done that you've wanted to get done. Maybe it's to clean out the garage and you start off that or you clean out the basement all together. Um, and maybe you have a garage there all together. Or maybe you, you know, clean up this one area in the backyard that's always been a problem or maybe you switch over your summer your winter clothes to your summer clothes or you clean out your closets and you do maybe you tackle something you know once a week and maybe that's on your summer to-do list um but again a great opportunity to just uh teach your children 
the value of work because um, I was talking to someone today and I, and I, and Ben, we've talked about this before. Um, in fact, you probably even, you know, drew my attention to it that, you know, you don't have to be a, have a master's degree of college or even uh, probably don't even need a high school diploma. All you have to do is be able to work to take over the world. If you show up three or four days in a row, they make you the manager of the store, you know? Um, and so I think it's really important that we teach our, our kids to work. Um, I was going to say two things. One is uh, actually that can be a good motivator too. Cause I remember when dad, if he ever saw us just sitting around doing like nothing, he would make us do something. So it was like good motivation to keep, you know, playing or doing something else. So, but at the same time, I am thankful for all of the things that, you know, I was uh, made to do because uh, it does help your child. And when they are grown and maybe be able to do some things that they wouldn't have otherwise. But then the other thing I was going to say is I just, uh, Thank you to the moms because, you know, as I, you know, I work every day and I'm gone most of the day is uh, just thank you to the ladies who do put all that intentionality and that effort into doing things like flagging down the ice cream truck and doing those memories. Because sometimes it is hard when you're not there every day. Uh, you know, those are great memories and important things to do with the kids. Mm. And uh, that's something that I really appreciate that Rissa and, you know, there's so many moms out there who are doing so many things for their uh, their families that that is definitely appreciated at least by me and I think a lot of other husbands would agree so uh, that was the other thing I was thinking but I don't well, know where you transition about, from that uh, <laughs> uh, uh huh nothing well, go for it well, talking about you know um, uh, uh, chores and things like that summer chores also I know that uh, some parents ask about uh, 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 summer jobs you know what do you think do you think your my kids ought to have a summer job you know, I don't know what the answer is uh, for that. I know Ben, you you never really had a summer job because we were always traveling. You got, you know, you're you had a lot of job just doing family man stuff. Um, but I know some of my my kids have had jobs, and and we're even talking about Maggie, who's uh, 17, about getting a job. And my 15 year old son, he's he's wanted to work at Culver's. Or at least he says he wants to work there. I think he's just oh, uh, enamored with the idea of working there, but he won't want to actually, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> he won't actually want to miss anything to go to a job. Um, so here's my thoughts on jobs. I think jobs are a great thing, but I I'm not in a huge. This is just me. I'm not in a huge hurry to force my kids out there because again, you know it. There are a lot of places you could put your kids that are not a great influence. And I would hate to push it if my child's not ready for something that for something like that. So we kind of let our kids, you know, be the um, uh, uh, ones who just not decided when to, but we just kind of followed their lead. And if they showed interest, then maybe we helped them find a job that was a was a good place to work. Uh, a good influence on them. Um, and really, uh, Ben, uh, you know, one of the things that Debbie, your mom would say was the most helpful was a, uh, for you in training, you really was a, I don't know if it was a summer job, but when you worked for free at a computer guy's uh, little shop once a week, um, just taking apart old computers and how beneficial that was, even at the time. Yeah, I mean, I think that was pretty good. I mean, it was short, but I think also like working with, uh, you know, I helped some people named uh, Rhino Technologies. They did like recordings and stuff like that, and I worked for them. And then, you know, obviously for Family Man and stuff. I think 
Yeah, I totally agree, obviously, the influence thing. But I do, honestly, like being more in the workplace now, I do think that people underestimate how beneficial it is to actually have, like, not from a resume standpoint, for just understanding, like, what working actually is. I mean, Mm -hmm. we just interacted with so many college kids who just felt like, you know, oh, I can never work and also get to hang out and do everything else at the same time. And I just, it's, it just feels like this very, um, unrealistic view of like, I don't have to pay my way through anything. I don't have to, you know, work hard. And I just, and it was really pervasive. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's a really negative or, uh, a non-helpful way of thinking and kind of growing up is just thinking that, you know, you don't have to do anything to ever get anything, you know, any effort. Uh, so that's something I do think sometimes, even if it's like, you know, you volunteer your kids to help, you know, maybe a older guy next door take care of his yard for the summer or, you know, uh, something like that, you know, or help. Maybe there's a farmer or something that, you know, you could help with animals for a day, a week or something like that. Um, it doesn't have to be a full on job, but I think some of those things like understanding like what working for someone is sometimes beneficial, but, uh, Oh, I agree. And, or just, and, and at the same time, you know, working together as a family, yeah, you know, my sure. kids didn't get paid for yep. cutting the grass. Uh, I know some of mine have asked, you know, like, well, how come I don't get paid cutting the grass? I'm cause, and I'm always like, cause I feed you, you know, because I clothe you because we're a team. We work together as a team. And I think, you know, if there are very, if there are many things that we did, right, that was one of the things, um, our kids really in family man, uh, ministries or the smiling homeschooler, you know, they've all worked our booth and oftentimes they don't get paid. Sometimes we'll reward them, you know, special, but it's not like, uh, you know, this is their job. It's just part of what we do as a, as a family. And uh, that's what I want my kids to know. I want them to know that when they have to cut the grass or have to clean out the garage, it's not always just to be hired. It's right. because I need them, yep. you know, because I need them and they need me. And I think that's a good way to kind of grow up. Um, Melanie mentioned, she said, my love, my son loved volunteering at the library, sorting donated books. His passion is collecting and studying old things. He also got along great with the retirees who also volunteered there. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That's a great idea. That's a fun thing to do. And, um, I think that's really cool. And the other thing is, yeah, I think (laughs) basically the idea that your time is not the only thing that matters, you know, because like, uh, I think that that was maybe the thing more that I've seen is, kids coming in who just a lot of them were public school who just kind of felt like well if the job doesn't fit around my schedule and i don't really care you know then it, i'm the most important thing when it's like well your job is to be responsible and you know dad always uh reminded like told me about the time where his dad dad was working somewhere and his dad came to pick him up my grandpa and dad made him wait for like five or ten minutes or something like that talking to a friend and he said if you ever do that again, I'm leaving you because, you know, you told me to be at a place, certain place at a certain time and I took my time to be there and you wasted my time or whatever. And so yeah. I think that's instilled. But I think, yeah, teaching your children that, you know, that time is important is I think is cool and is, is beneficial long term. But, yeah, I think that's a good good topic going into summer. I mean, do you have anything on your bucket list that you guys have said this year that you want to do? You know, we uh, we really haven't even talked about our bucket list, but we should. I think mom uh, talked with the kids and asked them about some of the things they'd like to do. I know that 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 uh, there are a couple thing things they'd like to maybe have. 
Um, we talked about maybe building a Gaga ball pit or uh, the, the trampoline hit keeps coming up. So I don't know what we're going to do about that. But, uh, um, but you know, I was challenged even by Cal. Uh, he had some friends over uh, the other day day when we were all gone and he treated them all <laughs> to the ice cream truck when it went by i i can't imagine how much that thing cost him um but you know and that's hard for me to do uh being really really cheap uh i have trouble paying uh three dollars and fifty cents for a smurf ice cream bar that came across the from china you know and it's been frozen and it, it tastes like freezer burner it's just this block of ice so but i need to do that because that's that's and you know there are some things i'd like to do i'd like to maybe take the kids uh to the bike trails and and uh you know and one oh lake which is just the town just south of us um, and some of those things. And again, like catching lightning bugs or um, putting them in a jar or doing those things that you can only do during summer. Uh, so nice. that's what I like to do. Maybe go canoeing down our creek or something. So anyway. Cool. Okay, well, I think we're about out of time yeah, unless you have something so. else, Ben. No, I mean, I agree. I mean, obviously we're having a baby in August uh, at the beginning. Oh, so yeah, yeah, that's going to yeah. kind of make our uh some are a little bit weirder this year but you know survive that i guess and then uh fit some time in between there so we'll yeah, see have you heard anything about the county fair i mean are they gonna yeah, have the county I mean, fair I think this year? so as far as i know i mean i don't well, there's no reason be not to that'll be kind so of that'll new be after good. having a, yeah after having a year break yeah even though it'll probably feel like ready, it was only ready. about three days yeah uh, break from the last year two years ago so yeah uh, we'll see we'll be hey. excited <laughs> But the important thing, mom, is to stop doing school and start doing summer. So I know some of you uh, said you were going to stop in the next about week and a half. Some of you said you got a few more days. Um, you know, the important thing is just to set a date and stop, even if you don't have everything done, because that's an important lesson. It's important to teach your kids how to stop because some of us, you know, grow up and we still don't know how to stop. We have dads who work all the time. We have moms who can't stop doing school because there's still stuff to do. Maybe that wouldn't have been so hard if you had learned the lesson, you know, of just saying, hey, it's time to stop. And so maybe that's part of the lesson you need to teach your kids as you head into summer. Um, but we'll talk about some more fun things over the summer. Um, thanks for listening. Um, have a great day. Maybe make start your bucket list tomorrow. And don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy our show, please take a minute to leave a short review on whatever podcast app you use. Also, head on over to smilinghomeschooler.com to sign up for a free weekly email for more encouragement. Also, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They are an amazing math curriculum, and you can check out a free demo over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.